You're listening to Over the Breakfast Table. Let's get, get it. it. Welcome back to Over the Breakfast Table. Big week right here. Let's do it. March Madness is upon us. Today and tomorrow, the playing games. And then Thursday, with starting with the first round. We are here to help you with your brackets. That's right. We are going to give you analysis. Tell you the teams that we think you should pick to win it. And some sleepers. Uh, we're going to start with Ari. Ari, who do you have winning it all? And who do you think is your sleep? Who's your sleeper? You look at March Madness. You look at every team. You look. You think everyone thinks March Madness. You think upsets. That's really the story of every bracket. That's really the only reason no one's ever won it. You know that's why there's a huge prize because you can never predict that one Cinderella team. But this year, I, there's obviously going to be a Cinderella team. I'm not going to be able to tell you who it is, but I can tell you the winner. It's going to be Duke, and that's a guarantee right here. There's. There's no team I could see that, that could beat them at full strength. I, they've obviously lost in the regular season without Zion, without their entire team. And then you could see, like, the three top recruits, are, are they're obviously proving that they're going to win the championship right now. Yeah, obviously it's going to be hard to pick all the picks and everything. Don't, don't, don't get stressed on that. But I saw something today which, like, really surprised me. No team less than, I think, a seven seed ever won the national championship, ever. So when you're picking your winner, there's only, like, a few possible teams you're going to go with, you know, obviously Duke, Kentucky, UNC, Tennessee, Gonzaga, Virginia. There's a lot of good teams. And, you know, whatever your gut tells you, it could be anyone. Anything can happen in March Madness. But I'm going to go with UNC, you know. I really like I really like the roster this year, and I like their experience, something that Duke doesn't have. You know, they have a bunch of young guys, put up great numbers, but you can't measure experience and you can't measure how they're going to play. Uh, they've never, None of these guys have ever been on a stage close to this, you know. Yeah, and also you look at North Carolina and – you just see success. You saw them in the regular season beating Duke twice. I know it was, that it was without Zion Williamson, but those were pretty convincing wins. Plus, you look at the side that they're on in terms of their uh, in their conference, in terms of the of the bracket, their side of the bracket, and the teams that they have there. They have Kentucky, okay, as the number one two seed. As a number two seed, they have a team like Houston, the number three seed. I think is a team that that will that will leave early, that will get bounced. Um, a team like Kansas and Auburn. Uh, Auburn's uh, Auburn's right good, now. but but between Kansas, Kentucky, and Houston, I just think they can get out of this side of the of the bracket easily and make it easily to the Final Four. And from there, we'll see what happens. Ellie, yeah, I got a sleeper for you. You know, I don't see them winning. Ten seed right here, Seton Hall, the Pirates. They're on fire right now. Yeah, they're playing and great. They're going places. I'm gonna make a bold prediction right now. They're going to the lead eight. They almost wow. They almost won the Big East championship. They actually had Villanova. a they, they, they had, had a three. Them. They yeah, it was really close. Off the heel to to win it. Didn't also, go another uh, yeah. sleeper that's been playing well recently was uh, Auburn. No, there was a 12 seeder. Oh, Murray State. Murray State. Murray John, State. Morant. John Morant. John Morant. John Morant. Yeah. He's going really high in the draft this year, and he's got a lot, a lot ahead of him. Yeah, I'm just going to say be careful with that one with the 12 against 5 there because I was just about to bring it up. They are playing Marquette. I think... Marcus be, Howard is one I, of the best college basketball players right now. Yes, I think they will be in the Final Four. There's another hot take right there. Marquette playing unbelievable right now. They have Marcus Howard. Everyone's been talking about he could be the best player in the tournament right now. The most and, polished player. And at some points of the season, they were a 10 seed. At the end of the season, they were just handing away wins, though, you know? They're going to have to recover from that. They lost to Seton Hall in the Big East tournament. They're going to have to get their minds in the right place. And if they are, they can they can make it really far. Yeah, for sure. All right, what do we got next? Um, yeah, just a couple more games to look at. Uh, for sure... A team like Florida State, just be careful with them. Even though they're a four seed, they they are 
they should be lower than that. They should be a two or one, meaning higher. Um, and just be careful with bouncing them out early because they can really go far. Um, that's an exciting team. Another team like Texas Tech, all these teams here in the West, I think, are great teams. Yeah, yeah the Gonzaga Conference. Just letting you know these teams because before you just look at their numbers and make a prediction. Yeah. They're a good team. and Especially. Like, like LSU is not playing like a three set. They're playing like a one or two. Exactly. And look out for this game. Florida-Nevada, I think this is one of the key games here. Nevada, a really, really, really sleeper team in the tournament they here. got those twins there. Yeah, you got to be careful with them. You don't want to necessarily pick Florida to take this one over Nevada. Be careful there. They were a top, like, five team in the country um, earlier this season. Earlier this season. Uh, they fell off a little at the end of the season, but they can. They still have the potential to be a top team. Yeah. They, yeah. So they can easily make the Final Four, um, even though they're um, a seventh seed. So watch out for them. Yeah, for sure. I would also say look out for a team like Texas Tech. Um, the Red Raiders, always always a good team, always very physical. They'll be there. Another team like Kansas State. These are, these are solid teams. No, Houston is a team that I would say could get bounced early. Houston, obviously, a soft. They're a little, they were rated a little lower because they're in the AAC. It's an easy conference to do well in, but they have a really good team. Watch them play a few games, and that team can they, they could do damage in any conference, and I say to look out for Houston. Okay. Um, besides for that, uh, a Syracuse-Baylor game. I would do more research on that. Still not so sure who to pick there. Wait, all those 8-9 games are also similar? Yeah, very similar. Every single one of them. Those are the, those are the games to tune in for. Yeah, for sure. You want to tune into that? You want to tune in 10-7? 12-5 and 7. 12 and 5 this year, I don't think it's such a... is going to be... There's going to be many... Well, Wisconsin, Oregon, though. That's a game to watch. Right. That... Right. I see like, a lot of people... Right, yeah. I would pick Oregon in that game. You got Bobo. Yeah, that would be... That would be sleeper, but... Don't get too excited about John Morant and Murray State taking down Marquette. That's all I have to say. I think Marquette holds its ground and actually goes very, very deep into the tournament this year. And I think Wisconsin's looking for a, a return since, you know, Frank the Tank. And I think this year they think they have a team to make it far. Yeah. They think they have that roster. Should we go into hot takes? Yeah, d- yeah just one quick thing uh, we didn't mention yet. A team like Virginia. Um, everyone's been saying, oh, it's going to be like another year like last year where they got bounced in the first round by UMBC. This year, guys, I don't think it's going to happen. All these guys are older. Kyle Guy, this guy Jerome, they're, they're older guys. They've been there before, and now this year they're going to change it. Experience is huge. Yeah, I have them in one of my brackets, T4. I have two brackets. But I have them winning the entire um, national championship. But, yeah, they should, they should be good. And, but it's, it's hard to pick over Duke. That's bottom line. So, everyone, I, just be I, careful I, with that. Yeah, you think I, I, I mentioned this before, and just, it's really... I think Ali mentioned it's all about the it's all about your gut feeling and personally my gut feeling is Ohio State. I don't really have any anything behind that. How far I have them in the final four. Wow. I have eleven seed in the final four. I love you it. You said a seven seed or higher is everyone in the championship and that's gonna stay this year, obviously with Duke. Another winning. one yeah, it's another one of those talented teams who just couldn't pull through the wins in this season, but they right. have it. And they 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 have potential to be a four four seed, you know? And what what seed was Leo Chicago last year? Eleven. They were eleven, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they were in the final four. So yeah. It's gonna happen again. Great stuff. Okay, I think we just touched on a lot. Um, just a, a lot of questions from the fans. They want to know more about football. So uh, we're, we're going to quickly touch on OBJ, on his signing, and Le'Veon Bell. Let's start with Ari. Ari, what do you have to say? Right. Everyone looked at their phones when they saw the OBJ. They got like – everyone was talking about it. Like, was, are the Giants really going to do it? I mean, people saw that they might, they're thinking about it, and teams were interested in OBJ. And the Giants kind of shut it down, and then out of nowhere, he's just like, boom, traded to the Browns. Yeah. His old college teammate, Jarvis Landry, obviously, he's, they're all both excited about that. And now, you look at the Browns, you look at the Steelers losing A.B. and, and Le'Veon, Le'Veon going to the Jets. 
And then... Handed away the North. Exactly. And then Lamar Jackson, I mean, I don't see him winning the division yet. So, I think... I don't really see anyone contending with the Browns, especially with the year they had last year without OBJ. And they just continue to get better, signing veteran players. And I think they're going to win the North this year and go to the playoffs. I'm not sure what they're going to do. Look at what Dave Gettleman said. He said he has a plan. And his plan is trade away, like, four... Four, three of your top five players and keep Eli. Always going to keep Eli, no matter what. And they're not interested in Haskins. I don't know what their plan is. And Not interested in Haskins. I'd not understand that report at all. Not they're just tearing Haskins. apart they're the not franchise. Tyler, so I don't know what they're doing. But not not smart. Not looking good for New York. But speaking of New York, what's looking good is the Jets, you know, just pulled in Le'Veon Bell and fixing up the offensive line to help out Sam Darnold. You know, they see him as the future of the team and they're... they're they, they gave him the green light. Go ahead with it. And they're spending this offseason on the offense, all, along with C.J. Mosley on the defense, and they're ready. They're ready to... Yeah. I, right. I, I really... Take a step ahead. Yeah, are you saying? Right. You see this with... The, the, it's the classic story. Like, I having to win the Trubisky last year, Jared Goff a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. These quarterbacks in their second year, they just... They mature and they come so much better in their second year. Uh-huh. You just you, It's 100%. awesome to see. And, like, they grow so much in the offseason. Jared off Goff. Yeah, mature. Yeah, yeah, but also you can't remember... You got to remember that... They could also have a sophomore slump. Like exactly. a guy like Dak Prescott, he went exactly. twelve and four in his first season, and then all of a sudden Zeke gets injured, and he's going four and twelve. So, right. but um, I, I really, I, I look up to that. You see, you see a team like the like the Jets, a franchise like that, trusting in their quarterback and building around them. That's that's pretty special. What I, I still don't understand see. is that the whole situation with Anthony Barr. You know, he he, he agreed <laughs> he to sign. He, he agreed to sign with the Jets, and then he realized. He wants to win but, games. And then so. it ended up helping them get Le'Veon. Right. <laughs> yeah. He realized he wanted to win games in the regular season. And just, I don't, I don't know if we're doing a hot takes, but I got a hot take for all you New York fans who want something to look forward this March. St. John's, as many analysts says, they have one of the most talented rosters in the NCAA, but they just can't, they can't win. They have five, five starters who are, like, all scoring above 15 points a game. So t- turn on your TVs in New York, local. Yeah, turn on them. They're going to lose today. Don't worry about that. Um, Anyways, thank you so much for joining us.